0: Now, back to Damon and Ratto on 95.7 The Game. Oh, we are streaming. Not just Damon and Ratto. All the shows here at 95.7 The Game stream on YouTube, Twitch, it's happening. Why? Well, you tell me. I don't know, but people tend to like this stuff. They tend to watch the same people keep coming back all the time. I mean, hello to Otis Bird the Third and the uh, I know Otis the Top Chat YouTube gang. Hello to all our texters, and uh, if you are watching, you can see. No, indeed, that is not Ray Ratto. That's Larry Kruger in on a Friday afternoon. We got ourselves a big football game. Uh, we got ourselves uh, Leroy Horde joining us at the bottom of the hour. He is a talk show host down in Miami after a very long, very successful NFL career. So we're going to get into what makes the Dolphins tick. And I'll tell you, you know what really hurt this weekend? Not just from a, oh, it was he that did it. But man, if something else were to go wrong, I it's nice that they accommodated Jeff Wilson Jr.'s trade request. I would not have. I just would not have. I would have liked... You will sit there and you will be third string. Well, here's the deal. We know that Jordan Mason and Ty Davis Price each fall into the Shanahan would rather never category. So let's not even count them. Let's not count them. If the coach doesn't want to count on them, why should anyone be counting on them? This was obviously Christian McCaffrey's backfield the minute that they traded for him. Right. And then Elijah Mitchell, to me, is a guy who... might have had his career stunted by that whole Christian McCaffrey signing because I do think he can be a stud. I really do. But unfortunately, his injury, you know, is he injury prone? We'll find out. But so far, yes, because he's going to miss the rest of this regular season. So Jeff Wilson Jr., to me, was not some luxury item. He was a guy who maybe moved backwards down that, you know, rung of importance but he's still on the ladder of could be very very important what i don't even want to think of what this offense would look like if christian McCaffrey were having to miss any significant time this year with elijah mitchell out that's why you want jeff wilson jr still on this team so i think it hurts in case something does happen and hopefully he doesn't have the kind of game that you know decides this game for miami that guy's a
2: bruising running back on days where things are going well for him yeah He's a tough kid. I mean, really tough. Um, I, you know, I understand. I, I understand where you're coming from because it, it, you could say the same thing about running backs in football as you could say about starting pitching in baseball. Right. You can never have enough, and you never trade any away because you never know when you're going to need more. So I, I agree with you. But then there's a human element, and this is one of the leaders in that room. And you're going to tell him, "Hey, I know you took one for the team, and you were there when we needed you, but you're third string now." And I don't think he that was going to play well in the room. I think they didn't want any kind of an uprising. And I think that Lynch looked at things, discussed it with Shanahan, and Did said— Jeff
0: Wilson Jr. and his personal not happy about it carry that much weight in that
2: locker room? He does. He, he's a leader. I mean, I, I don't know. I, you know, I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying Damon that guys were going to walk out the door. He was one of the longest tenured Niners. He got an awful and lot of respect. T- he's tough as heck, yeah. and he's really respected and very much beloved by offense and defense. So. When he asked for his for for you know a ticket out of town, they're also looking at okay. Wait a second, we can get a fifth round pick for a player that we took as an undrafted free agent, and we're now he's now sitting third on our depth chart. And then they were also debating. But I if, mean, third means, on this team's depth chart means he could be up. You in You are week. a starter in two weeks from now. I mean, it's, but it, here's the here's the bigger question. They they like what they have in Jordan Mason. Um, Some people feel he's like a poor man's Marshawn Lynch. All right? So they really like Jordan Mason. If they were going to keep Jeff Wilson and not trade him for a fifth-round pick, they were going to cut jordan mason and say goodbye for nothing and they didn't want to do that so they chose jordan mason and his future over jeff wilson in the present wilson also fumbled nine times but here's the free agent at
0: the end of the year i guess my whole point there is your key word is they kept jordan mason for his future larry i don't give a rip about a single drop of anyone's future the 49ers should only be looking at all football questions in the present tense are we a better football team today trading Jeff Wilson Jr. away? To me, the answer is definitively no. Would we like to accommodate all your wishes and desires for more playing time, Jeff? Of course, you've earned that in so many ways. But we are a contending team. We are not going to say goodbye to the
2: all-important concept of depth just to make you happy. What if, because you're you're the one thing, you're basing this based on what you've seen of Jordan Mason. They're seeing him in practice. You're not at practice. What if Jordan Mason is actually better than Jeff Wilson then play if, him. Then, then I want to see think, him get
0: them ten carries, and Christian gets a break. And a bl- I mean, here's the thing: if he is that good, where the hell's he been? He hasn't been hurt. Why you know why? Why haven't? If
2: he's that good, why isn't he playing? Well, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of good talent in their room that are just sitting around developing. You know, and, and almost every position, they got twenty guys in that room that are just sitting and developing for future years, or if need be, this year. I I don't think that Jordan Mason's not playing because he can't play. I think Jordan Mason's not playing because he's not next man up yet. But that may come, and it may come this week, It may come next week. And when he when he gets on the, out there in the field and he shows everybody what he's got, I think the Jeff Wilson, what the heck, what the heck, is going to die down. Okay, I mean, hey, just. Just get it done with the players you got,
0: because I've never seen a team have so much success with almost any running back that they've thrown in there, except for like the ones that they draft mid-round, which is really
2: kind of weird. I mean, yeah, Ty Davis Price. I, I don't know. I don't even know if Ty Davis Price is in front of Jordan Mason Damon. He might be behind him. Trey Sermon. I mean, what the Trey hell was Sermon that? was traded?
0: What was all that? Third round it, pick. So look. Now it's Christian McCaffrey, and the really good news is that Christian McCaffrey and Eric Armstead are playing on Sunday. McCaffrey's importance just can't be overstated anymore, and I don't think we need to convince a soul listening to how important he is to what this team wants to do, not only in any vacuum of a single Sunday game plan, but in what he represents to this team's offense from here on through the remainder of his contract. I mean, Christian McCaffrey is going to be deeply involved in everything. Absolutely every snap of offense until he is no longer a San Francisco 49er. He is uh, outside of Jimmy and, you know, maybe your offensive line, which has got to show up for anything to happen offensively anyways. He is now the most important other guy, you know, yeah. on, on that offense. So I understand you want to build it all around McCaffrey and hopefully this guy stays healthy. But I just, again, I I truly believe, like you said about starting pitching, you just cannot have enough. Can't not have enough running backs, especially for a team that is the single most banged up. This came out of nowhere. Every single day, like, what are you guys doing? Like cutting each other's with razors at practice? I mean, it's 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 amazing how often this team gets hurt. And I just want all that to go away because clearly when the Niners got a touch of health and are in rhythm, they're a
2: really good football team. Oh, it's, a, it's as good a defense as there is in the league, and then we've seen two things that have impacted Jimmy Garoppolo. He is throwing the football away, not taking the negative play, the sack or the or the turnover, and Christian McCaffrey's is his safety valve. So now he's got McCaffrey late in the down, you know, and and so he's and now he can survey the field, see nothing, dump it off to McCaffrey, and get 10, 12 yards. And he can throw that ball into the turf. And those two factors have been, the, the in my opinion, the reason for the 49er offensive renaissance, if there's been such a thing. Uh, or why Jimmy's playing the best ball of his career right now, really. Those two factors. He throws it away, and he can dump it to that kid. Uh, a guy
0: named Nathan on the YouTube chat says, uh, let's not pretend that Miami having like four or five X-Niners isn't a story. Hey, no one no one is pretending. There is an awful lot, maybe as much institutional knowledge of how the 49ers go about their business inside the Dolphins locker room than any other opposing locker room around this league right now. I mean, they know the Niners and they know the Niners running game. A lot of players in the room. And then, of course, the most important voice in the room in terms of what are you preparing to do? Mike McDaniel. And this to me is just it's fascinating that this is a guy who was like this this goofy, quirky, hidden gem that for some reason Kyle started sending to the podium last year. And, and I really didn't know why he was... I, I couldn't think of at any other point during Kyle's career where there was an assistant coach or coordinator or quality control coach going to the podium like sometimes sala would would address the media because he is the defensive coordinator but there wasn't another voice that represented offensive concepts other than kyle players i mean really for for podiums are usually reserved for players head coaches and owners so, to have Mike McDaniel be thrown behind podiums for media moments last year, like it 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 caught me off guard. And I remember Grandy and I would sit around and we'd be listening to some of the sound bites. And we would agree, like, you know, this is that's a really weird, quirky thing for a guy to say. But unless you can see the weird, quirky guy saying it, I don't know if we should play it on the air. like it's 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 funnier to watch than it is to listen to because it's just coming from the most I might work in a library. Professional head coach football scene in a really long time, right? Mike McDaniel doesn't look like he had come anywhere around a high school gym, much less a professional football field in his life. He just does not fit any sort of visual, you know, presumptions you might have about a a football coach one day. So think about how much he and I mean he he's he's just a football geek of the first degree. That's how he he's a brainiac. He is. So think of. How much Kyle Shanahan and he have talked over the years. You know what I don't really need to do when I know that you are filling in here, Larry? I don't need to worry about what's coming out of your mouth because I can about 85 to 87% accurately predict it because I've been talking to you for 20 years. I've known you for about 20 years. There is no tendency you have that's really going to catch me off guard. And I'm going to be like, well, I didn't know he was going there. What do uh, uh, do I respond to that? Because I know your tendencies. That's just I need to mix, mix it, it up sports. on
2: you. I need to mix it up. I'm on to you. I got <laughs> to go, do some self-scouting, <laughs> yes. man. Yes. Some, 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 I, <laughs> I got to get my quality control guy on the <laughs> horn and say, Damon's on to me, man. I got to mix it up. You <laughs> need more scheme dynamic qualities seriously. in your position. Pre- no, but seriously. Sure, i going to run when, when you think I'm passing. But that's just us talking
0: sports. How about two guys... Literally eating, breathing, chalk talk, strategy, every single game. There philosophies is nothing. You They there, know their philosophies. There is no aspect of what Kyle wants to do on a football field that Mike McDaniels doesn't know an awful lot about and vice versa. And that, along with the matchups of a supremely confident offense against a supremely confident defense, make this a, a really fascinating football game.